How you doing tonight, brother, man? I'm good, brother. What's good? So, story time. Um, the other night, actually, I was uh, playing some online games with uh, the homie Sam, another beloved friend, you know. Um, you know how in our Shorties edition, where we've been covering the WandaVision uh, Disney Plus uh, TV show recently. You know, Hell yeah. Um, kind of a spot, but still story mode, so bear with me, guys. Bear with me. Don't, don't turn your brain off yet. Um, you know how we were discussing the POV of this show? And how you and I are a little tainted because we're not really the purely intended audience right now. Eventually, yes, but right now, no, because we already knew a lot of what was going to happen because we know Wanda, we know what happens with her, we know how amazing she becomes, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, check out the show. But the other night, I, I was able to quickly ascertain how my homie Sam is actually a prime candidate of the intended audience, mm. you know? Because he has no idea what's going to happen. He yeah. has no idea the the awesomeness and the cataclysmic effects that this storyline, I won't say more, I'll be very vague at this point, mm-hmm. um, spoiler-free stuff here, check out the shorties for the rest, but um, yeah, dude, he has no idea. And that is fascinating, that... That actually reminds me of a conversation I had earlier today with another one of our homies, Tame. Shout out to Tame. Hey, what up, Tame? Uh, but long story short, like what he and I started to talk about was uh, was like I, I guess in a roundabout way was was marketing specifically for Marvel. You know, we, we were talking about how he was expressing frustration as to as to why Marvel doesn't try to adapt. The material more accurately from the comics, like he was okay. expressing frustration from that regard, and you know, give him some really good examples about how they could do certain things to make things, you know, better or make more sense. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I was like, ultimately, man, a lot of it comes down to uh, how dumb do you think your audience is? How much do you think your audience cares? And who is your intended art uh, yeah. audience? Or, or maybe a more friendly version of same question: How much do you have to hold? your audience his hand or to coddle them, you know, instead of, well, they're dumb as fuck. Let's go, let's go do this. I mean, same, 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 same yeah, same, same thing. Dip. Like yeah. if I were to hold a toddler's hand, it's because they're they too need, dumb to know yeah, you can't yeah, run in the road. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but you know, we, we were talking about that and yeah. you know, just, just got me thinking about what uh, you and the homie Sam was saying earlier. It's like the, the intended audience is always going to be whatever the biggest audience is. Mm-hmm. And the biggest audience it's always going to be the one that is not us. Exactly. No, we're, we are not there yet. Homies, we can make it happen. Mm-hmm. But we're going to need a lot of help from all the homies. It's, it's um, going to be hard, I mean, for yeah. any uh, studio that adapts. Actually, no, fuck that, because mm. I've said this before. You know, like Game of Thrones has done it. Harry Potter has done it. Like, where they adapt material, I, I would assume probably 85% with 85% accuracy, roundabout. Sure. <laughs> Just going off of hearsay. I mean, but but I, that yeah. that's really damn good accuracy for adapting such dense novels. Right. The the only one I would claim to have a degree of knowledge in, not specializing. Okay, mm. that's more your department. So kudos to you. But I have the basic bitch degree in <laughs> Marvel DC comic dumb. Oh, Other yeah. than that, my Harry Potter, my Lord of the Rings, my other repertoire stuff, mm-hmm. my fucking what Star Trek, Star Wars. You fill in the blank on me, whatever. 
non-existent. I didn't go to those classes, okay? I went to Marvel, and I went to DC, and you best believe I went to Dragon Ball Z. Hell yeah. I I ran that last one in to make it rhyme. But yeah, no. uh, So essentially, Sam, the homie, uh, shout out to you, brother man. Um, Honeycrisp. Inside joke. But um, yeah, no. He's the intended audience, and I feel like he's going to have a whole awesome experience that unfortunately you and I might not get. So you best believe I'm going to have a part two of the same conversation with oh, him yeah. later to see what he thinks. Yeah, and yeah. I I think that, you know, especially, I guess if we're speaking of WandaVision right now in particular, and, and, you know, maybe this goes also for most Marvel events. We can even use uh, Infinity Wars as an example. Yeah. Uh, you know, like people like, like you and I who are, you know, versed in the comics or whatnot, walked into Infinity War knowing full well there was probably a 75% chance that Thanos is going to erase the uh, the, the, the Avengers in, in that yep. movie. If you listen to our preemptive episode on that, actually, very far back in the catalog, you I remember this directly because you and I were of the same mind. Disney needed to go dark is what we kept saying. We need mm-hmm. to have a rough ending and look, lo and behold, there we got it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we knew something like that was going to happen. Like you said, because we knew the material. Yeah, and like my, my point being is that like because we kind of already knew that that, that, that was going to be like a strong opportunity that that was going to happen, like we had a different experience from those who weren't familiar with the Infinity Gauntlet story. Yeah. But I don't think that my experience was lessened from theirs. Like as a comic Absolutely fan, not. yeah, I was just as pleased to see that as they were shocked and surprised to see it. Mm-hmm. And so like different experiences, but... I think on the same level of hype. Yeah. I think it goes like, you know, even with Game of Thrones, a show that we shit on a lot. Like, I think about the, the uh, Red Wedding. I never read the Game of Thrones books. I never read A Song of Ice and Fire or any of those books. So when we got to that point, I think in season three, when I saw it for the first time, I didn't know right. what was going to go down. Yeah. But I imagine that some, even someone who did know what uh, was going to go down, while they may not have been surprised, they probably still thoroughly enjoyed it because it was good cinematography yeah. storytelling. The act of seeing your fictional story, the thing that you love to read or, or catch up on or whatever nerdum have you, the act of seeing it on the big screen or the small screen depicted well, that is always a fresh experience, even if yeah. you've known the source material pretty well. You right. know. Because um, it's always up to interpretation. It might not be the same visualization. There's mm-hmm. tons of reasons. But yeah, dude, um, I'm right there with you. Like, even though the homie Sam is going to have a pure blood, um, fresh, organic reaction to everything that happens, we're still going to have our own worthwhile, almost even equivalent reaction, just on a different mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but with that, yeah. guys, welcome back to the Superhero Homies Podcast. My name is Quentin, and as always, I am here with the homie Kevin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another classic episode of the Superhero Homies Podcast, uh, where the cold open only took seven and a half minutes. So, you know, pat us on the back. <laughs> only. Only. Uh, how long were they were about that length on average, right? Maybe well, little, there was little... one where we were like 15 minutes in, yeah, yeah, we and we didn't one. get started on shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There was one where we were talking about all the mysteries of the universe and whatever the fuck. Right. Yeah. Which which is ironic right now, I know, because we still haven't started. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, tonight's going to be another classic episode. Uh, we're in for some more comic news. 
What if I told you about stealing my goddamn catchphrase, Kevin? We have talked about this. Wait, I didn't say We are in for comic news. We get the same tune twice. Normally, I just make them up on the spot, but that's the one I thought of. Yeah, uh, you'll be hearing from my lawyer, Kevin, if you if you, <laughs> if you attempt to steal my goddamn cash. That, that's me time. having to work the contracts now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the Invisa contracts, yep. the Invisa tracks. Is that a thing? It's a thing now. Uh, yeah. yeah, guys. So we do have a comic news episode lined up for you tonight. We'll be talking about the latest and greatest in the realms of superhero television, comic books, and whatnot. So, without further ado, guys, we'll go ahead and get into this thing. Yeah, man. Um, I know you said you actually had quite a bit to talk about. I have a couple of big things. Um, nothing super extravagant at the same time. Um, since uh, we already talked about this in the cold open, I'll go ahead and mention this now. Um, Disney Plus, they have released a mid-season trailer for WandaVision. So if you weren't interested in the show prior, there's a new trailer to potentially hype you up and to really get you on board with the new show, which if you weren't interested before... What are you doing? Come on. Get on some cool television. You'll like it. Trust me. Um, but yeah, no, I watched the mid-season trailer. Have you had a chance to uh, to break it down to watch it? Uh, yeah, I've watched it. Okay, uh, I, so I thought so, because yeah. for every trailer I don't watch, you watch it twice. <laughs> so, you know, be proud of me that I watched this one. Normally, yeah, I try yeah. to avoid them, which might be, but wait, Kevin, you're a podcaster. Don't you want to <laughs> see this shit? Well, I do, but no. <laughs> I want fresh experiences too. Damn it! But yeah, no. Um, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I, I I really enjoyed it. Like uh, a lot of it was material that uh, we already had seen in through through the season so far. Uh, and some of the stuff they showed us was also repurposed material from the trailer we got a few months ago. Uh, so uh, a good bit of what we saw, you know, we technically have already seen before. Yeah. Which you know is is clever for a trailer. You don't want to you know give away too much. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, they they did just kind of do a good job of of showing us, uh, at least in a really vague sense, like where the show is headed. Like Vision is a very smart construct. He is going to ask more questions, and we see that in that uh, mid trailer. And that's the thing I'm excited most about because Vision's story is going to be one of the more complex ones that can go either way for me. You know. Mm-hmm. Because, again, we have to remind ourselves, guys, even if you're like us and you're in the wheelhouse of, oh, I know the source material, I'm cool with the story, I know where it's going to go, remember, this is a whole new interpretation. This is something none of us are familiar with. So we might know what they're pulling from, but... We don't necessarily know where they're going with it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well said. And uh, I'm kind of curious what's going to happen with a boy vision, if he's going to have the vision of what's to come. I'm going to say no. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And he might see too. Well, hopefully. Uh, almost spoiled something that happened in the last episode, but no, I won't. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's uh, I mean, it's a great show, though. I, I really enjoy it so far. Uh, and uh, It's unfortunate to hear that there's some people who don't, who aren't digging it. But, you know, at, at the same time, uh, I think that's good. <laughs> in a in a really weird way, uh, yeah, I, I think it's good because, uh, and we have talked about this just prior last episode, but it's it's good that that Marvel Disney is doing something outside of their normal box. Like you typically know what to expect from their wheelhouse, and this show is not within their wheelhouse. This is something completely unique, a wholly totally different 
new experience. Mm-hmm. So I, I like the fact that this show is a slow burn, that it's a mystery, that you really have to think and piece together a lot of different little things here and there. Uh, and, you know, it's not for everybody, but if, if something is for everybody, then in most cases, it'll never be great. Right, exactly. Um, at that point, it's like a Fast and Furious movie. I mean, but that's not really for everybody. Not everybody likes, you know. Oh, wait, just, you're right, because I don't. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I I look at it this way. Like, there's some people who I meet who say that they just love every single Marvel movie, and I'm like, all of them? Like, you <laughs> you love all of them? Like, all of them? Do you what? What are the other <laughs> movies you like? What What is a good movie in your yeah. mind? Please then, inform me. And then I'm like, oh, the mouse has you by the brain. Mm. Mouse has that brainstem in hand. So as long as it has that Marvel Disney logo, you will like it. And I know several people like that. And uh, while I do say kudos to Marvel, uh, I also have to give them kudos for not being willing to play it safe. WandaVision is a very unsafe show in that Amen. regard. And, and I, I, for one, am grateful for that. Hopefully we get more stuff like that as well, just swinging for the fences. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of uh, of Marvel Disney, uh, Kingdom of Wakanda spinoff series is coming to Disney+. Plus. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Ryan Coogler, the director for the first and the upcoming sequel, uh, will be a part of this project as well. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of details yet other than it will explore more of the wonders of Wakanda and more of the characters as well. Uh, so it doesn't have a release date yet, but I can imagine it will be after Black Panther 2. Uh, Black Panther 2 is slated to release July 8th, 2022. So uh, as of now, we don't have a whole lot of details about what the uh, Kingdom of Wakanda Disney Plus series will be, but uh, there's a lot of speculation that can be had about it. Um, and I'm sure we have a lot more speculation about this show once we get it, something about yeah, Black Panther 2. A trailer, a teaser, something. A synopsis, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and man, you know, I know that Ryan Coogler has to have his hands full because uh, apparently he was damn near done with the script when Chadwick Boseman tragically passed away last year. And so, you know, yeah. when that happened, I mean, obviously he had to put the writing, not only did he have to restart the writing, but he had to put the writing on hold until Marvel decided which direction they were going to go. Mm-hmm. And then once they told him, okay, we want to go this direction, then he had to start over. And, you know, so. Yeah. It's like you have the first draft and the, the script there. Mm-hmm. It's on the back of the table in front of you. But you're still working the new one, kind of referencing it, maybe, you know, pulling some stuff in. Yeah. 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 yeah it's it's got to be a, a rough situation. Um, but yeah. Apparently, they, they have a stronghold as to what they want to do for this TV series. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I It's hard to even speculate what I want to see from this show since, again... Don't even know what I want to see from the sequel yet. The first thing, just like instinctually that comes to me, was actually a really awesome thought that I have to give you credit for. Because it was you who first had it. And I said, oh, that's a good point. I'm seconding this. Um, maybe, just maybe, out of an iota of hope and potential understanding between our brains and a corporate brain, maybe this show will be the segue into establishing a second Black Panther. 
letting the role continue. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, a That'd second, be cool. A second Black Panther, a second T'Challa. Not a second T'Challa. Like, that was a fair question. I wanted to take a second and actually ponder it. I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I have faith in their storytelling. I don't know if I... Uh, I don't know if that'd spin well, you know? Really? I don't know. Like, you, you'd have to James Bond it. Yeah, the why first, not? Exactly. No, no, no. That's yeah. the part that would... That's the one way it'd work. Because yeah. you couldn't, like... Weird ass Ant Man movie. Oh, he came back from the quantum time and just put quantum in front of it. It makes sense for some reason. No, um, you'd have to James Bond T'Challa introduction here now. Boom, we're running with it. Kind of like the Don Cheadle, you know? Yeah. yeah, that would work. That would be phenomenal, and I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Disney's going to give that to us. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, Disney's already stated that no, they're they're not. Um, which. You know, like I, while I do understand their mindset, yeah. as I've mentioned before, I do think it's a, it's a travesty to let the road die with Chadwick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and hell, even if you look at this from a greedy, capitalistic standpoint, you're leaving a lot of money on the table by not bringing back T'Challa. Yeah. Also, yeah, that that is actually a very corporate-minded <laughs> point. But, uh, again, kind of like what you've originally said about it, I'll go ahead and reiterate it, you know, um, you know, damn me if I say it incorrectly, but... There's a lot of potential inspiration and aspiration that you're leaving on the table, too, mm-hmm. for not recasting this character because this is such a unique hero with such a unique foothold in our society. There's a lot of young men and women out there who can look up to T'Challa and yeah. who he is, where he came from, what he is, and we're just going to leave that behind now. You know, yeah. and and whenever you first said that, I was like, "Oh fuck, quit!" Q over here thinking the big thoughts, <laughs> making the big podcast yeah. moments happen. Yeah, I was. Uh, it's a damn good point. Yeah, it was one that you know took me some time to to cope with because I was with Disney at first, saying like, yeah. "No, you know what? You just, you just I mean, same it. here. Yeah, but, but hey, good just, points change minds. Yeah, I mean, like the more I thought about it, the more to me that made sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't. And once again, I'm not going to pretend to know what Chadwick would want because I didn't know the man. No, but me neither. he seemed like a really great person. He seemed like a really selfless person from a lot of stories you hear. I find it hard to believe that he would want the road to die with him. I believe that. Um, I believe that. I'd like to believe that. Yeah, I'd like to believe that yeah. too. Yeah. So this next bit of news, we're going to kind of steer the boat into like a happy-go-lucky direction here. Uh, here's some good news and maybe one which might humble the both of us. Uh, James Gunn is going to be joining uh, Taiki, uh, no, Taiki Watiti in Thor 4. Yes. That was, in my mind, really good news. Oh, like, yeah. oh, okay, we, we, might, uh, we might not Ragnarok this shit. <laughs> I'm just going to cut to the chase. Oh, man. So, what James Gunn, and in, in, in my humble opinion, did so well with Guardians 1 hmm. that, that Taika kind of missed the mark with was... Uh, James Gunn knew how... He, first of all, James Gunn worked on Guardians of the fucking Galaxy, okay? Mm-hmm. They're so fucking obscure and weird and out there. And James Gunn knew that... Okay, if 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 only... If only 40% of my audience really knows who Iron Man was, then only 8% of this audience... <laughs> Knows who Not the even gu- a double digit. Yeah. I was wondering if you're gonna say like ten or some no. shit. Nah, 
Okay. Only 8% would know who the Guardians of the Galaxy are. And I didn't. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to admit that. When I first heard the announcement, it's like, who? Hey, Q, hit me up. What, what <laughs> but this was also prior to the podcast days. Well, yeah, prior so, to yeah, the podcast, yeah, because yeah, it's like 2014. Yeah. Uh, but wow, the thing really? of it is like... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Please continue, but Seven damn, I'm ago. in shock. Yeah, give, give me a minute. <laughs> but the thing about the, the Guardians... That makes them so different is that they have the room for for those comedic beats. I mean, even in the comics, they they have a lot of room for those comedic moments. Uh, mm-hmm. That, but also the thing about the Guardians is that they're full of character, they're full of depth. And James Gunn, he knows when to hit the comedic moments, and he knows how to properly transition into a more serious moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that he's really good at. Uh, One thing, oh. Please finish oh, what you're saying. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say I, I I hope that he works with with Taka on that on that standpoint. That's exactly what I was about to segue into. My thought process was how does a boy Taka uh, feel about this dude? He might not take this well. I forced that in, there, okay. and I am yeah. sorry, but I don't know. Like I, I wonder what his reaction is to wait, 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 wait. I did Ragnarok, and now you want me to partner up. Buddy cop this for Thor 4. I mean, I guess that's true. We don't know if this was uh, something that that they mutually decided to do or if it was, uh, yeah, if it was maybe. Bob Iger said, nah, make it, or Kevin Feige would have been the one who says, nah, make it happen. Yeah. That's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, because like putting my, my disdain for Ragnarok aside, Ragnarok made close to a billion dollars, made over 800 million. Exactly. So, so why it, it fuck with the need, recipe? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. My, my only guess would be because it has a Guardians character in it, for sure. It has a Star-Lord in it. Mm-hmm. And so maybe with that, I mean, because we do know that in uh, Infinity War and Endgame, uh, James Gunn had a role in directing uh, specifically the Guardian moments. Yeah. So, who knows? Maybe it's in his contract. Maybe anything Guardians has to go through him. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That, that'd be an interesting uh, clause in the contract. Like, yeah. a very powerful one, considering Extremely. how powerful Disney is. Like, you you countered with that. Interesting. Yeah. And you won. What? <laughs> well done, James Gunn. It's, and plus, we have to remember that he kind of won over his old Twitter uh, BS that he went through. Um, oh yeah, that yeah. Mess, remember mess. that? Yeah, I remember. You remember? Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. That, that was some nasty thought. business. That was some nasty business. Hey, here we are. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Um, I still think I'll enjoy Thor four more than I did Ragnarok because where my expectations are at. I feel easier going into the movie. Yeah, hopeful, less worried. Mm-hmm. Still a little worry present. A little worry, you know. Yeah. I think I think in this movie, if I just look for the moments, I have a much more uh, easier time enjoying the film than if I look at it as a whole. But brother, I, you, you and I both know you can't do that. I know, Kevin. You're gonna walk right. in there not as Quentin, but as Q, the superhero <laughs> homie. And I'm gonna be right there a couple seats over from you because of freaking COVID law. Uh, and it's like Bruh, what what's happening here? So you know, if I could put my bias aside one more time, and let's pretend Please. that this movie has a director who I think would be great for this movie. Of course. Uh, cool, and, cool, cool. and even though, even still, I'm worried about this movie because if I look at the synopsis, there's a lot going on. There's a whole lot going on. So, Valkyrie's trying to find a queen. Uh, Jane Foster is going to become Lady Thor. Mm. 
uh, Star Lord and and Thor Odinson are, are going to be doing something. They're they're. I mean, there's and there's even more shit that I'm forgetting that's already yeah. been included in this movie. That's a lot. Yeah, help me remember. Oh, what? Gord the God Butcher. Oh, is of course be in he's it. the villain, so the that's villain? a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Help me remember, brother. Let's 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 take a second outside of the news. Let's break, um, you know, the newscaster's mm-hmm. law and be like, hold, hold up, Just pause the teleprompter. Now, what, um, what comes first, Guardians three or Thor four? Uh. So, originally, it was Guardians 3 first. Okay. Okay. James Gunn said, uh, I'm going to do the Suicide Squad. So, while you guys figure shit out, <laughs> I'm going to go do the Suicide Squad. Man, James Gunn is just like, He's bitches can't touch me. <laughs> James Gunn is like, I, I wish you would. Right. Wow, man. Uh, Suicide Squad, which comes out later on this year, guys, on HBO Max. Um, but So, now is going to be because of uh, like COVID and and. Things shifting at Marvel, they switched it up. So now Thor 4 is coming out first, mm-hmm. and Guardians 3 will follow it. That's so, awesome. Yep. Um, uh, which a lot of people wonder, like, but how? Because at the end of Endgame, Thor rides off in the Milano with the Guardians. So Ryan Coogler is not alone at the rewriting table. Nope. Yep. Nope, yep. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> he, it's like the, the, the table in the school library. Like, he was there by himself, just kind of like, Looking at the original essay and said, nah, I got to change this, got to change yep. that. All of a sudden, in comes James Gunn and Taiki Watiti. You know, it's just <laughs> like, oh, what, what, what's the score? Yeah, we all have to do the same. Yep, yep, yep. yep we're all here. In the contract, we got to do it. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Yeah. Because, you know, that's how you write scripts. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. Uh, but, yeah, once again, man, uh, similar to Ragnarok, on paper, I love the premise. Like for the most part, the premise for Ragnarok is rock solid. Yeah. Uh, the I mean the the premise for Thor four. I mean looking at the introduction of Gore the God Butcher, one of the most badass newer villains to come out, mm-hmm. and and you know with the uh, introduction of of Jane Foster's transformation in Lady Thor, which is also very dark and grim and a very very cool read. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see. How this all pans out, I'm hoping for the best, definitely. So we'll see what Me happens too. with it. I got, I got immediately worried as soon as you said it's a dark and like grimacing story. It's like, oh, yeah. both, both hers and Gore's. I'm not sure which one is. Probably Jane's is still a little bit darker, but Gore's is also really dark too. So we'll obviously we'll have to have some episodes breaking that down uh, yeah. prior to the movie. But yeah, man. Um, Agreed. What you got next? Uh, next up, uh, there is a. Uh, Rumor going around hmm. that Batman the Animated Series will get a sequel TV show. Dude, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that awesome news. Yeah. I'm immediately giddy at this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude. This is big. Now, here's the first thing. We have to talk about this. Even if this takes another hour, fuck it. I need <laughs> this right now. Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill. We have to get them back, right? I mean, without a doubt. This is like... 101 Batman Animated Commons Facts. I want to say yes, but it may be time to move on. No, it is not, brother. I need you to put that ignorant thought aside, (laughs) all right? You're not an ignorant man. I've praised you a couple times in the show, even tonight, but you better shut your mouth, because that is foolhardy, what you just said. Brother, I, I would love that. Who else is allowed to do it? Who else is even fathomable? To take the role. 
I want you to know I'm going to say no to oh, whatever oh, you say okay. next. Gotcha. No, right? I won't even try. Yep. Then no, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, excuse me. I'm pushing really hard on the gas pedal, but please, what, you know. Uh, I mean, so, like, in the animated movies, I've heard a few different really good Bruce Wayne slash Batman. This is true. This um, is true. And, uh, man, I can't believe I'm drunk. Oh, Troy Baker does a really good Joker. Troy Baker is reliable for whatever voice you need. <laughs> you know? yeah. Troy Baker, guys, is actually a very uh, well-renowned uh, voice actor amongst many projects, you know. Yeah, um, I actually, um, Troy Baker, this is a really odd credit. I don't think a lot of people know this about him, but he, to my knowledge, is the only person hmm. to ever voice Batman and Joker. Yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read that somewhere, too. Um, I, I I knew because he voiced Batman in the Telltale games, which I which I played, and I know he he voiced the Joker, and uh, it was it was one of the animated movies, I think. Uh, I believe it was actually in Batman Arkham Origins. Was it Arkham Origins? Okay. I almost thought the Lego animated movie. No, that no. was uh, okay. was it Josh Gad? I want to say. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember thinking like Josh Gad, isn't that fucking Olaf the the <laughs> snowman? But anyways, yeah. Um, um, voice actors, wide yeah. range. I, I'll, I'll never forget though. This was uh, some years ago at a Comic Con panel where uh, Troy Baker he gave his uh, own rendition of uh, the One Bad Day monologue. Uh, from the Killing Joke, it was it was chilling. It was really fucking good. I remember actually reading some clickbaity bullshit about uh, Mark Hamill's reaction mm. to said monologue mm-hmm. uh, at the Comic Con, and he's like, "No, nah, thumbs up, good shit." Yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, okay, okay. And you know, I, I think like because if they do this show reboot, it's like uh, as much as I I, I idolize. You know, those two guys, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill, their work is impeccable and it's masterful. But yeah, unfortunately, yeah. The, you know, they're both they're both aging and they have both, especially Kevin has expressed that. I mean, he's probably done. He said this several times and eventually he's going to mean it. Eventually he's going to mean it. So I'm right there with you. Let, let's talk seriously, you mm-hmm. know, uh, as as my fandom takes a back seat and we'll let, you know, real human yeah. logic step in the front for a moment. I guess um, one more important tidbit I'll let you go back. Sure. Uh, it's also important to note that Mark Hamill has always said he will only come back if Kevin comes back. Oh, yeah. No, we and, know that yeah, for a fact. And, yeah. And, and if Kevin is... If he says no, then so is Mark. Yeah. Done. So, so let, let's, let's talk logically here. Um, those are great points that you do bring up. And if we do not see Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill come back for this, it will not be the end of the world. This could still be an amazing TV show with great voice acting. We'll just have the legends continue to be legends mm-hmm. and we'll make room for something else, you know? Yep. And, and that's that's as much a declaration for myself as it is for others uh, who are hopeful like me. Right. Because admittedly, I'd love to hear some Kevin Conroy Batman. But if I also want to hear Kevin Conroy Batman... We always got the Blu-ray special of the Batman animated series available yes. too, so we can always hit that up. Right. But yeah, man, um, do we have any other information about like what the story is going to be? Releasing <clears throat> information? Uh, no, nothing yet. Other than that, there there's speculation that they're working on it. Okay. Uh, I, I will say this: 
at, at risk of sounding very hypocritical, uh, okay, they they do absolutely need to get Bruce Tim and Paul Dini to be co-creators on the show. Oh yeah, no, we already talked about how that's a necessity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, um, like agreed. For, yeah, for sure. Like if if you're going to, I mean, you really can't beat there. These guys did such impeccable work that the art style of Bruce Tim and the storytelling of Paul Dini has literally changed. The, uh, the the canon of the Batman mythos. Mm-hmm. I mean, the creation of Harley Quinn, the origin of of Mister Freeze. Yeah, I mean, like there's there's been so much like like the horror element of Clayface. There's been so many things done in the TV show thanks to those two gentlemen. That it's because their animation styles that we have as many Batman fans as we have today. You know, oh, yeah. because a lot of kids were introduced to Batman via this cartoon mm-hmm. and the elements introduced by Bruce Tim and his dramatic and darker art style. Yeah. That's fascinating to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, th- those two guys are just, they're, they're amazing. Plus, it was the same art style, correct me if I'm wrong here, but that was the same art style that inspired and made the Justice League cartoon a thing. It looks like it. I, yeah. yeah I, I'm, in my mind's eye, I can see Bruce Timm's name in the credits. I will have to go back and see. We'll yeah. have to double check. Um, I thought you were about to hit a button for a second. I was like, oh, for what? But um, Bruce Tim, clap 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 clap. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. Now, story wise, the first one my brain kind of clings to is going to be some of the newer stuff that really needs to be exposed to more of the general public because of how amazing it is. But I do not know how you tackle it well in one season of television, unless we're talking about CW length of seasons <laughs> here, which please don't do. Um. The Court of Owls. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. you had the same thought. But yeah, the Court of Owls would be great. It would be, but that's just a lot for one season. I think the Court of Owls is perfect for a season of television. You think so? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I think it can be done. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, we'll see. We'll see. If, if that is even the route they go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that the key components to creating a, a BTAS sequel is... You have to get voice actors who are willing to put their own spin on it. Don't mm. don't try to be Mark Hamill. Don't try to be Kevin Conroy. If if that is if they don't come back, mm-hmm. you know, try to put your own unique spin on this. People will make comparisons either way. You know, you mentioned James Bond earlier. Yeah. You know, back in the day, people were like, "Oh man, can we got this Roger Moore guy? He's nothing like Sean Connery. He was the best." Oh man, I can't believe they got who the fuck came after Roger Moore. <laughs> I'm not that old. Uh, Pierce Brosnan? J- Gerald Lazenby, who only did one. Can't believe that. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> Literally, my brain jumped to Pierce Brosnan because that's the one I knew. My, that was my childhood bond. My fucking yeah. little little brain cues. Were running. Okay, guys, open up the James Bond file. <laughs> it's real <laughs> dusty, guys. Yeah. Moss flew out. Yeah. 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 Oh, shit. But you get my point. I do, yeah. I do, I do. Because that's a good example. Yeah. You know? People always make comparisons. Exactly. So. Um, I mean, we've gotten away with having multiple iterations of Batman and mm-hmm. Joker and all these villains. Yeah. And we like them all. Yeah. We make fun of the George Clooney Batman, and we, we still will. <laughs> Just don't give that to me again, please and thank you. But the rest are great. Yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> that, that's a really good point, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, like, they're, they're all different. They all have the different takes on it. It would be dog shit if they all just tried to be, like, the previous iteration. 
Yeah. I mean, they'd, at that point, they'd all just be different versions of Adam West, which would be <laughs> really <laughs> cringe. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagined that. I would watch the show, but for the opposite reason. <laughs> I need to see how bad this is. Right. Yeah. Everybody doing their best Adam West impersonation as Batman. <laughs> oh, their best Cesar Romero as Joker. <laughs> Even going so far as to grow a mustache and put white paint over it to cover it up. You know. That's horrible. <laughs> oh, then Henry man. Cavill won't get so much hack for a CG mustache. No, yeah, then we right. have like paint mustache. <laughs> paint stash. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Creative shit. Yeah. But no, yeah, I, that's I, some awesome I, news. Yeah, I hope that this uh, that this TV show comes to fruition. And uh, I... No, no, please. I, I, I can't wait to see what they do with it if it comes out. I just had a random thought. The original Batman animated series, correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not, you know, this knowledgeable about uh, the yesteryears, but it was available on Cartoon Network. Was it primarily introduced on Cartoon Network as well, or was it... No, because no, was that, was, that was the only option. It was Fox. It came out on Fox first. Okay, and then Cartoon Network adopted it. Okay, so are we just going to go straight to WB streaming? Are we just going to go straight to like HBO or, or DC Universe? I, or I'd imagine it'd be HBO Max. You know? Yeah. Okay. That's what I imagine it'd be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that like, makes the most sense to me. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, like, and, plus, and that's, that'd sell subscriptions. There'd be oh, enough yeah. nerd boys like oh, us oh, who'd yeah. be like, nah, I got to see this. <laughs> yeah. Honey, we're making room in the budget. Right. Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you get your stupid fucking drapes. I'm getting. <laughs> Or, or even like a nail job. Go get your nail job and I'll do this. This is cheaper. Right, yeah. yeah. Your, your yeah. fucking nails cost, your crook nails cost like $137 a goddamn month. My HBO Max subscription only costs like 15 All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I'm sorry, that's not a call out, ladies. Please go get them nails done. You deserve some queen time. All I'm saying we is we deserve don't, king time yeah, too. Don't don't harass us and when hey, we try to get our. Maybe the ladies will want to get both their nails done and come home to watch bats. Uh, yeah, come ma- on. maybe so. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, like if if I don't complain about about your thing, that's way more expensive. Then don't complain about mine. All right. Yeah. And don't talk about my comics either. Don't talk about those. And uh, well, in your case. <laughs> <laughs> The collection's grown, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's actually even more impressive now, but we'll talk about that in a later episode. Oh, yeah. Um, so I have the first bit of non-DC uh, Marvel comic news. Okay. Uh, I think technically these guys are a, a far-reaching, dusty, dark, lonesome corner, forgotten corner of Dark Horse. But that is the ill-fated attempt at bridging this to a comic book episode here tonight. This is just general nerd news. Um, you've heard by now that they're doing a Borderlands movie. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So the most recent bit of news uh, articulated regarding that, Kevin Hart yes. has been casted as one of the main characters. Now you They can, haven't said who, though, have no, they? No, they have. They have? Yeah, I read the announcement, oh. actually, earlier today in prepping for tonight. He's coming back as Roland. Really? Yeah. Kevin that's Hart what I Roland. said. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. Really? And and that that's confirmed. That that, that shit is, is confirmed. Is like, I read that down okay. now. But he is confirmed to be Roland. Now, Borderlands, for those who are not in the know, 
is a video game which has been out for many, many years. Uh, Borderlands has had multiple installations. We have one, two... Um, pre-sequel. Pre-sequel. Uh, Borderlands Telltale and Borderlands 3. All of which uh, include... Well, most of which include awesome DLC, which has only continued the storyline even further. Now, Roland is one of the beloved uh, you know, fan-favorite characters of Borderlands 1, the first original game... He was a very stern and serious and uh, non-joking soldier character. What about that reminds you of Kevin Hart? Wait a minute. Uh, now I'm curious. Like, did, did they have a Dark Horse comic? What was the Dark Horse thing about? No, they had a comic book, okay. actually. Yeah, because I remember I actually like started to look at them and think like, do I want this? Am I going to invest in this? It, it was like a very limited series. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know if it was Dark Horse, however. Mm. I do not know the publisher, so don't you know, don't shame me on that. Uh, for those who might not, you know, who, who may actually know, I don't know, is what I'm saying. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah but yeah, no, uh, it is... Uh, yeah, no, they're... they're Saying everything here, like Kevin Hart is joining. Uh, actually, oh, they have another actress, uh, Kate Blanchett. Oh, she's casting in it. Yeah. Oh, dude, Eli Roth is directing this. Huh. What? Wow. What? That's interesting. Uh, I don't see who Kate Blanchett is playing as, but I see that Kevin Hart is Roland. That is interesting. Yeah, that's that's going to be uh, different. I, I see this becoming a, a more of a satire now. I don't know. Yeah. More of a satire than where Borderlands already is. That's the thing. You can't satire <laughs> a satire, can you? I don't know. Because Borderlands itself is kind of a satire on, on multiple storylines, multiple movies and TV shows and, and awesome things. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah. That was some cool news. Wow. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, this was uh, a big one that got people, uh, got everybody's panties in a ruffle. Ooh, please uh, please. So, just a, a few short weeks ago, it was revealed that Chris Evans was rumored to return as Captain America. I Yeah, I, I saw that. And uh, shortly thereafter, Chris Evans made a tweet that said something to the effect of, huh, this is news to me. Uh, 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 yes. Uh, this was great. Now, I don't know how to say this, so I'll just go ahead and say it. Please. Actors are fucking liars. Uh, they're paid to lie. They are literally paid to lie. <laughs> and I want to, I want to uh, harken back to probably almost a year or so ago when the rumors first started speculating around that Charlie Cox would return as Daredevil, but this time in the MCU. And then Charlie Cox said he had not been contacted by Marvel. Fast forward to today, he's done filming his part for Spider Man Three. Brother, so that, that still makes me so happy. Like <laughs> that sentence alone. Say it again, man. Fast forward to today, and Charlie Cox has finished filming his part in Spider Man Three. For those in the fucking back <laughs> of the room, <laughs> and for those of you anywhere in the room, <laughs> Charlie Cox said one thing, and fast forward to today, He's that statement is not thing. true. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so. Uh, do I, I think that the odds are greater that Chris Evans is returning as Captain America in some form or fashion. And I think that he is doing the Marvel way 
and he is lying his ass off mm-hmm. to keep this a secret. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is huge. How, how do you, you can't even hide this. You really can't. It's, um, it's, it's huge. Yeah. It's yeah. still circling the web. It's yeah. still all over social media and everything, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know, because at this point, you lie your ass off, and you know that you're you not going to fool many. Yeah. You, 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 exactly. You play mm-hmm. your cards well because you're an actor. You're obviously good at acting that you have no idea what you're talking about. Like, what, what are they talking about? I didn't sit with nobody, but you know you had a pencil in a meeting with Bob Iger and Kevin Feige <laughs> not two weeks prior. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm hopeful. I am, I am. Because that's, that's cool news. And obviously, if they're doing this, they better have a great way of ro- roping him back into the main uh, continuity. Yeah. Um, you can't just throw him up on screen with another mule near and be like, wait, 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 what? And hope for the same effect of yeah. game. Yeah. Now, I, I do want to say this, and this also goes for Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Uh, our minds begin to wander to very fantastical places when we think about the potential. But we always chan- think of the best. Yeah. yeah. Chances are it's going to be something that's, that's very small. I don't want to call it, you know, throwaway. That, that's not the right verb you want to use, but it's probably going to be it's something gonna that's... Like <laughs> it's probably going to be something that's, you know, it, it'll be fun, but maybe not really crucial to the overarching... Yeah, story. like, I'm still probably going to fist pump at it just mm-hmm. because it's going to be the the... The just enough equivalent to make fans excited and giddy whenever they first see it, like, fresh in the theater. And it's like, yeah, fuck it. But then, like, you know, we move on the next minute, and that's it. That's all we get. Yeah. That's, that's fucking all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. that disappoints me, because I know I'm going to be excited when I see it. Right. And then I'm going to be very sad when I see no more of it. Yeah. So. And, I mean, it could be in any small fashion. I mean, it could be... It could be another fucking uh, Captain America uh, uh, PSA, like in home. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you came back and made another video. <laughs> I mean, it could literally be something like that. It could be a small cameo in Spider-Man 3, for all we know. Right. You know, right. There, there's really no telling. Um, so, your secret identity was given out to the whole world. Right. Now you're trying to coop with what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys remember what we're talking about. Oh, you oh, better. Yeah. It was it was great. Oh man. Who's the comedian? Hannibal uh, Burris. Yeah. I think this guy's like a war criminal or something. Yeah. Anyways, watch <laughs> this video. <laughs> right. Oh, good shit. But no, uh regardless, uh, it it'd be great to see him back again. His ending wasn't quite as uh wasn't quite as shut and shutting close as Robert Downey's was. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I like, I, I feel comfortable seeing a little bit more uh, Captain Steve Rogers if they choose to do it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see a, I don't see a path where Robert or when Tony Stark comes back nope. it, that makes any sense to me. That doesn't. And I, I remember um, the back of my mind remembers... Like some stupid clickbait looking stuff where they're trying to like sell me the idea that Robert Downey Jr. coming back to Marvel. It's like, nah. Like yeah. I, I didn't even give attention to the article long enough to even think about clicking on it to read in what regard you think this is even a plausible idea. Yeah. Um, because it's not at this point. His story's told. Let it rest. Yeah. Kind of like the Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill story we said before. Like they have told their part of the Batman. Uh, Chronicles, I could let them rest. Yeah. They're not dead men, however, <laughs> okay? And neither's Batman or Joker. 
So there's a difference, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls. But I digress. The point's made. You know, somebody did the math. Uh, How dare and, they? And, and they they figured out that I think it was for Infinity War and Endgame uh, that Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> made approximately a million dollars a minute for his screen presence. What the <laughs> fuck? If you look at how much he was paid and how many actual minutes he was in those movies. First off, <laughs> how much was he paid? Because this is news to me. Like I know, obviously, he got oh, a fat stack because he always gets uh, one of the fattest stacks in any Marvel movie. You know he got the fattest stack. He got the fattest stack. <laughs> that, you know, Kevin Feige was like, guys, I don't care what you do. We have to kill him this time. <laughs> he, he pulls out the wallet and kind of flips open my, right. my, my leather can't take this shit yeah. this motherfucker has got to die right? I don't care how you do it <laughs> he looks at Samuel Jackson I need you to say it this motherfucker's gotta go <laughs> and like I can imagine like everybody's there except for Robert and they're like no no he's our friend he has to stay around and, and Kevin Feige's like y'all want raises <laughs> Bitch, you gotta go. <laughs> Chris Evans is just like, I gotta admit, you gotta go. <laughs> you, had a, you had a good run, like, Robert. I know, Robert's right? like, you started almost the same time as me. <laughs> hey, I'm man. Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's great. So, wait, wait, wait. You didn't answer the question. How much was he paid? Do you, oh, do you remember? Uh, I don't. I think, okay. I think it was. Uh, I mean, not no yeah, big deal. I was yeah, just curious. I remember, yeah, it was, you know, more than an overseas. That's not more important. than I'll ever see. That's for damn sure. <sighs> yeah. Hot damn. Uh, Hot damn. Let's move on here. Let's. Uh, I'll go ahead and talk about this one here. This is kind of a. I just realized we got on that conversation from a Borderlands conversation. I know we we switched from one. We did? Yeah. No, that's right. You you did your news. That's right. No. That's right. I got one more, oh, yeah. but please go yours. Go yours. Uh, this one is, is a, kind of a small one, but a cool sure. one nonetheless. Oh, yes, no, I don't think it's that small. I think it's pretty big. It's medium. It's medium. <laughs> that's what she said. It's extra medium. Yeah. It, when she says that, you're in for a bad time. Uh, it, I don't know how people say that. I'm always going to be in for a good time. It's her that's going to be in for a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. You're just a selfish motherfucker. <laughs> Oh. You walk in there like this is the race. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> you view this as a co-op sport, and that's that's where you and I differ. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I can't tell if that's. I, I don't know, man. Never mind. I got. Oh, I got nothing. What What okay. are you about to say? What What's the news? Uh, what's the extra medium news? Christian Ritter is rumored to return as Jessica Jones in the She Hulk TV show. That I also saw, and that excites me. Because you know I'm a Jessica Jones fanboy. Mm -hmm. I am, I am. I also love that she's a constant meme now with her and freaking... Oh, uh, David Tennant? Yes, 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 thank you, yes. Just like, he's giving her the intense face, like an inch away from her, like... Mm -hmm. And it's always something silly, like (laughs) Wall Street over like Jessica Jones, (laughs) and he's like... Angry Redditors right. or something. <laughs> you know? I love it. I love yeah. It. <laughs> oh, that's just great. Shout It'd be great if she returned and uh and, and she hulk. Mm-hmm. And now like in my mind, I'm I'm considering this to be a fact. Oh, another time when, when an actor lied, uh Tatiana Maslani said that uh no, it's just rumors that she's gonna be cast as She Hulk. Like two <laughs> months later, Tatiana Maslani's cast as Maslani's cast as She Hulk. Oh, awesome. 
Well then, Tatiana. <laughs> you lied. Yeah. You lied to me. It's like you're paid to do it because you're super good at it. Because you're super good at it. And I uh, believed you. Go Just watch like your performances. Go watch Orphan Black. She's good at it. Uh, but no, uh, so uh, this has me really excited, but I can't help but like already wonder. Hmm. I wonder, like, what are the circumstances in yes. which. <laughs> Brother, if you don't, then I don't know, okay? Oh. Yep. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, just maybe someone has paid Jessica Jones to kind of like investigate this lawyer. Hmm. Maybe this lawyer is defending Jessica Jones for some questionably illegal or legal stuff that she did in order to do a PI investigation. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's also very direct, minute thinking. That's very shallow for what is the scape of their options because both these characters are based out of New York City where anything can fucking happen. So I have no idea. There's a strong concentration of superheroes in New York City. Way too many. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of the city. (laughs) Oh, man. All so, said so no. To your left is the Baxter Building. Uh, to your right is the Sanctum Sanctorum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, that's the thing. If I was in New York City and I was walking down that street, I'd be like, oh, hell no. Nah. This is the bad part of town. We got to go. Town, yeah. Freaking that, like, like, what? Some villain's going to come in, crash, yeah. and try to blow up this building? There, There's just as much threat as there is protection, and I don't like those odds. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Get out of the city. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, cause I thought about the uh, the you know the, the lawyer route too. Like Jessica needs a lawyer, but I'm like, you know a lawyer, Jessica. You fought alongside one. But he's not legally allowed to appear. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm here all evening. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, and I will not go to bed. Well, oh, I said it. Go to hammock. <laughs> you know, I actually tried to camp in a hammock for a while. Um, Those never looked that comfortable to me. That's the thing. Like, if you do it the right way, it can be. I never did it the pristine right way. Mm. I Like, the idea... I'm going to rant about this for a sec. Bear with me, guys. So, I love camping. Let that be said here, forth, and now. I absolutely love the fuck out of camping. If you can tightly put up that hammock to where it is flat... You're going to have a great time. Also, if it's mm. warm climate. I always see it in like television, like with the divot in it, though. I never well, that's, see it. Well, that's dumb as fuck. Because okay. you're not going to go to sleep. Yeah. Bits like a you would think, oh, boy, I'm so comfortable. My my 30-plus-year-old back is right. going to be great at this. I'm not going to wake up angry right. in the morning. I'm going to feel great in the morning. Also, you cannot hammock camp in the cold. I don't care who you are. Yeah, that sounds like a bad idea. That's a horrible idea. Without the right utensils and accessories and, and like, setup. Last time I hammock camped, it was in the cold. Homies, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody in the back, that was a horrible night. I had the worst camping night in my experience, and I've camped a lot. I was just, like, the whole night, like, tossing and turning, like, fuck, man, what am I going to do to get warm? Yeah. This is bad. Yeah. Wasn't worth it. Next time I brought out like a cotton tent. You know, I was yeah. I was smarter. Um, I just tried hammock camping because it went great in the summer. So why wouldn't it go great? I'll just bring a couple extra blankets. Yeah, no, that's a fucking lie. It doesn't help. <laughs> um, but yeah. And plus, like you know, you wrap up in the blanket in a hammock. That bear just sees a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily a burrito. <laughs> a burrito. Uh, I see what you did <laughs> you there. Sure not did bad. It. Not bad. It's very big burrito. Uh, you not, can not to it. the bear. Not to the bear. 
You could also market that in a burrito store and just be like, hey, welcome to the burrito restaurant. What's up? Oh, you want the burrito? Ooh, that's like a food challenge. That's a big ass burrito. That's made out oh. of bear. <laughs> and you have to fight a bear to eat it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute yeah. now. What is this? The uh, what's that movie? Revenant? Oh, yeah, the Revenant, yeah. yeah, yeah. This yeah. isn't the Revenant shit. Uh-huh. So um, far, nobody's been able to finish it. I'll let you assume why. <laughs> <laughs> they all died. Uh, either from overconsumption or bear. Mostly bear. Now, being the good old Southern boys we are here in, in the state of Georgia, in the U.S. of A., um, luckily, I never encountered a bear while camping. Knock on wood. So, there you have it. Not in our part of Georgia, at least. So, there you have it. Knock on wood, because that is not something on the to-do list. (laughs) (laughs) All right, shall we continue on? Absolutely not. How dare you? Let's do it. Uh, Oh, yeah, so I had some awesome news. This is a big one. This is, this is. um, We got to talk about this, I'm sure, in some detail. Um, Justice League Snyder Cut. So, honestly, in my mind, and please correct me if I'm just incorrect about this. I have no idea, but I thought we weren't getting this movie for a while. Oh, that's not the case. That is no longer the case, if it ever was. It, it probably wasn't. My brain might be just like um, Mandela affecting itself. I don't know. But we all saw the new image that they had released, uh, they being HBO and DC and whatnot, uh, regarding the Justice League Snyder Cut. And it was like very carefully put on like this film reel because, you know, they shot the film in film still. Of course, they didn't. It's all digital. But, hey, um, but they advertised a March release date, which to me was awesome news. Yeah. March 18th, ladies yes. and gentlemen, boys and girls, to be exact. So definitely get your subscriptions in time if you don't already for March 18th so we can all watch the Snyder Cut because you best believe your boys are going to talk about it. Yes. Ooh-wee. Yeah. We've had two of the same ones so far. You still must Snyder Cut. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that, that was yeah. like huge news. Oh, yeah. You could not talk about could it that way. About I'm it. glad we're both ready. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, dude, am I wrong? I thought we weren't getting this till later. My for some reason, my brain was like, "Nah, we're not getting this. We're not getting this." It was almost like too so, good to be true yeah. for March two thousand twenty-one. Be- before they came out with the exact release date, the last thing they said was that it'd be coming out in twenty twenty-one, and then after that, they said that it would be coming soon. And they were very vague about it. Oh, and then okay, the next okay, thing okay. they said was it become maybe it's my pessimism that said, "Oh, twenty twenty one. That's still December of twenty twenty one, so it won't be for some time." So okay, yeah. maybe that was just my negative thinking there, um, because I never think we're going to get something potentially that awesome and cool very soon until it is on the doorstep, right. and I'm like, "Oh, a couple weeks from now," yeah. but literally a few weeks from now, technically a month and a half mm-hmm. uh, from the time of this recording. We will be getting the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm uh, excited. On top of that, guys, uh, this this would be a four-hour extravaganza. Uh, the movie would be reportedly, yeah, four hours. Brother, that's going ha- to have to be a two-part episode. Yeah. First, Probably. second yeah. half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, originally, like, it, some people thought this was confirmed. This was never confirmed. Uh, but it was rumored at one point that the movie was going to be split up into like four episodes. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, no, that was totally, yeah, 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 yeah totally confirmed. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was actually eighteen episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. CW right. is in charge of it. Wow. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm just having a fun time over here. But uh, no, you were saying. 
Yeah. So there, there was a rumor going around like oh, about a year or so ago that it would be split into four episode chunks, mm. uh, but it was ever nothing ever ever more than a, a rumor. That's all it ever was. The problem with that is how lame that sounds. For me, the problem with that is you, you can't take a movie, cut it up into four segments and call those episodes because a movie doesn't have the same type of format as, as a miniseries. So like where, and where a miniseries episode ends makes sense. And then where the next episode picks up at also makes sense. If you did it with the movie, that's essentially just pausing at a certain point, waiting a week and then unpausing at that point. Like it doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense to do a movie that way. So I, mm-hmm, I for mm-hmm. one, I'm very glad they're doing it in the one four hour movie chunk, right? Hence why it sounds so lame, mm. you know. And, and plus, you know that the sound of that just rolls off the tongue and sells really well. Let me tell you, hey, so this movie we made prior, we're gonna be releasing it in four episodic cuts. You're welcome. You won't see the whole movie up front. You gotta mm-hmm. wait a week in between. Or maybe so good luck. I guess I was just spitballing that part. Oh no, I'm yeah. just fantasizing okay. the whole damn thing because I mean that's a shit show idea. I'm glad we don't live in that universe. Yeah. But hey, we're here in this universe where the Snyder Cut is going to be available to all of us publicly after years of griping and memes on March 18th. Yes. Uh, yeah, this finally comes out. Uh, this is going to be the closest that we get to see of uh, uh, Zack Snyder's vision. Of, uh, of Justice League. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the man has been uh, fucked over repeatedly. Uh, while I may not have uh, agreed with, with what his vision was on BVS, I'll never know what his full vision was on BVS because, again, the studio stepped in. Every time a studio steps in... It's never good. It's rarely, rarely turns out better. I'm trying... Thank you. Give me an example where it did turn out better. Uh... <laughs> I mean, we can take a couple weeks to think of the yep. answer. You know, we don't have to think of it tonight, brother. <laughs> yeah, good, because yeah. I don't have anything yeah, right no, now. I mean, yeah. Me neither. Uh, me but neither. I mean... We might have to go outside the Marvel DC wheelhouse and think of, like, other estranged no. titles. Like the, the studio, or Marvel Studios, stepped in to interfere with Joss Whedon's uh, Age of Ultron. And because of that, the movie suffered. Yeah. It's, they wanted to go a different direction than him. Even though the Avengers movies are not weak movies. No, they're, they're not. They're not. The Avengers 2 was the weakest of the Avengers movies. Yeah. Fight me. Yeah, I mean, no, it, it was. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. was by far the, the, the weakest of the Avengers flicks. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because if you think about the moments in that movie, there's a lot of amazing moments, but as a whole cohesive unit, there's a lot there left to be desired. Uh, and that's because, again, the studio stepped in and said, hey, we want to go this direction. And Joss said he wanted to go a different direction. And then Joss really went a different direction when he left Marvel. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then shit never went better for, ma- for him after that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, so this is going to be the closest thing we get to see of Zack Snyder's vision. And uh, I, I hope it is excellent for multiple reasons. One, because I'm a big fan of Zack Snyder. I'm a big fan of the Justice League in D.C. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and two, uh, so he can just fucking shut up all the haters who, who for some reason keep saying that they won't watch it but can't stop talking about it. Like, I hope that the movie is great, if for no other reason <laughs> than to shut them the fuck up. Like, I would hope the situations are more detailed than that, because out of context, that sounds horrible. That sounds petty. That sounds like the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Southern Dome. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Where hypocrites and, and naysayers can resound alike. Mm-hmm. Damn. 
Yeah. Ah, that makes me sad. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, but that's the world we live in. As great of a place it is, it is equally horrible. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm lucky, brother. I cannot wait for the Snyder Cut. Hell yeah. You know we're going to be talking about it. It's going to be... Oh, yeah. It, it might have to seriously be a double feature. A four-hour yeah. movie? It's a four-hour movie, yeah. It's going to be right around four hours, so yeah. <laughs> uh, that's longer than uh, the director's cut of BVS. That's like... It's close. It's like three hours and 30 minutes. I might have to take the day off. <laughs> that's, that is a, a large chunk of day. That's a large chunk of day. Yeah. Like... The work day is already eight hours for yeah. me, so I would come home with nothing else in between to watch a four-hour movie. That's already 12 hours of my day taken up. Yeah. That doesn't make room for much else. Like, I might have to take at least an early day of work or something right. so I can come home and be like, all right, put it on. I'm ready. Yeah. Halfway through the movie, give me a break. Let me walk around. Let me do some laps. <laughs> all right, bet. Let's play. Oh. Yeah. All right. Um, next up. Uh, so this is a little bit of unfortunate news, but uh, Morbius has been pushed back to January twenty first, twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. So of course, Morbius, the Living Vampire movie starring Jerry Leto, was supposed to release last October, mm-hmm. and Venom two was going to follow it. And no, actually, I think uh, Venom is going to be in October and Morbius November. But I have no idea. I can't uh, remember anymore. But, uh, but either uh, either way, the movie has been pushed back yet again. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time it's been pushed back because uh, the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die, had, had been pushed back from its spring release date this year mm-hmm. to the same release date that Morbius was going to release this year. Ah. That, that scared Sony because they had to they had to compete with a James Bond movie, so they moved it again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure I'd want to front with that. That's true, so, yeah. yeah. There, there, there's some juggernauts you don't want to tangle, tangle with. James Bond, you don't want to tangle with the MCU movie. You don't want to tangle with the James Bond flick. To be honest, you don't want, you want to tangle with the fast flick. Those movies make money. Yeah, I'd, I'd fuck with that. Um, not that I'd have any success in doing so, but I would. <laughs> just, to, just to brag, I did. Just to, just to spite yourself? Like, yeah, no, to I, spite I, them. I only made negative $12 million because I released <laughs> the same weekend as Fast 10. <laughs> I'd go take the movie. I, I wouldn't make a movie. I'd just be like, take it out of the, like, the reel and just be like, ha bitches. This one theater won't have it of all the hundreds and thousands. Um, really... In my mind, that might have been a mutual decision where where uh, James Bond was like, look, we're going to move it to this date. And then Sony would have been like, oh, well, that's a James Bond movie. We can't not let them make some money too. So let's move ours so we can both make some awesome money. I think, I, I can't shake the feeling, brother. I think I don't think it was a gentleman's agreement at all. Oh, I, no, I doubt there was yeah. like in a gentleman's staging of it where like both the studios met and said, sorry. Yeah. James Bond studio. <laughs> is that who? Is that Lionsgate? Uh, Paramount? Who does James Bond? Sure. In in my mind, you are correct. Just <laughs> you could say uh, Bond is a studios. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a like a BDSM yep. shop. Also, yes. <laughs> Only in London, though. Uh, uh, shout out to our our Londoners. I just made that word up. Don't yeah. know if that's a, a a claim you guys enjoy, but. Shout out to you guys, nevertheless. So, it 
either just, way, yeah. it's it's cool because that also gives us uh, breathing room to watch both movies as well and not have to pick which one we watch. I mean, night. we we will we will still watch both. I would, but opening night only one of them would have been opening night. Unless we just say, hey, we're going to watch this one at 5 in the afternoon and this one at 8 in the afternoon. Or, I mean, opening weekend is still a thing. Like, I think that they're more concerned about those Absolutely numbers. not. How oh, dare you? Okay. Get out. Oh. How dare you? What is this hypocrisy? <laughs> mm. Ladies Damn and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is Quentin talking about? I don't know. I'm on that shit tonight. <laughs> uh, I'm on that shit yeah. tonight. Please, continue. Uh, but that, that does... Um, leave a lot of room for concern because James Bond and Morbius aren't the only movies to be pushed. It's a domino effect. James Bond got pushed back because they don't see the projection showing that theaters would be ready to open by the time that James Bond would have came, would have came out. That caused Morbius to be pushed back. And now we're wondering, well, if theaters won't be ready to open in, uh, I think June or, or April was when James Bond was slated to come out. Okay then what does that say about movies like Black Widow, who was already a year behind schedule? Uh, uh, because if Black Widow... I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm to the point now where I, I do understand the movie purist, but if Black Widow gets pushed back again, put that shit on Disney+. Plus. Put yeah. it on Disney+. Plus. Let, let us just pay money for it. Don't make every movie into the New Mutants. Yeah. Yeah. Where they like permanently lost in uh, Hollywood purgatory mm-hmm. trying to make it to the big screen or Hell, not, or be, there or not. You because know? of COVID, a lot of movies, some have surpassed it. Wonder Woman surpassed it Yeah, in terms yeah. of be, being pushed back. Uh, a lot of movies are, are catching up quickly mm-hmm. to new, uh, new mutants. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know what happens here. I don't know if Marvel still releases Black Widow in March. Mm. I mean, that... The optimist in me says, yeah, man, they have to, but... Unfortunately, I kind of began this year pessimistically with that, where it's like, mm-hmm. hey, so these theaters are all going to give us these movies this year. And I, I was a little skeptical, admittedly. Um, I'm not happy about that, because obviously if I was wrong, that means we get to go watch kick-ass movies and right. have a great time and talk about them on this awesome show of ours. But here we are now, twiddling our thumbs, wondering the if game. Oh, maybe if we get this movie, it'll, you know. So, yeah, man. You know, I, I think about it like this, man. Like, we're up, and, and and this this there's there's no way that you can do this where everybody is happy and, and successful. But mm. it may be a case where again, fucking capitalism would win uh, in the sense of for for movies to succeed properly, even a little bit, mm-hmm. theaters will only show two, maybe three movies, the ones that are the most popular and the ones that will drive the most audience. Wow. Because they'd have to do that much social distancing to get the same amount of, you know, people to go see those movies. But that means that those smaller flicks would suffer because they wouldn't make it the most theaters. Yeah, that means Hollywood itself would bleed. Yeah. Uh, The the little guys would, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But still, like, Hollywood itself, like, holy hell, man. Um. It's a great Post Malone song, Hollywood's Bleeding. Uh, but yeah. Uh. <laughs> I feel like I have to go listen to that now um, just because I said it. Um, I don't know. And then, of course, that means a lot of actors are going to go out of work because unless you're a big enough name to be casted in mm-hmm. a Marvel or DC or uh, a James Bond yeah. flick or something of equal strength, 
oh, screw your career. Yeah. Shit, that's, that's when you make that smooth transition into television. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Or, or even streaming. Yeah, yeah, same, same yeah. diff. Yeah, yeah. same, yeah, same thing. Streaming so. movies or streaming, uh, yeah, uh, television, mm-hmm. either one. Yeah, go work for Netflix or Amazon or you know something <laughs> that puts out their own shit. Yeah, yeah. AMC. I mean, come on, something. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, but we'll AMC. see what happens. Uh, yeah, they're, they're both a movie theater and a stage TV station. Yeah, yeah. My brain had it because AMC also did like. Breaking Bad, right? That's Breaking AMC? Bad and Walking Dead. Yep. Okay, yeah. My brain was just like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like total brain fart for yeah. a sec. But anyways, anyways, what else you got, brother? Uh, that, that was the last here. one on my list. So yeah. Uh, let's see here. I think I have. Uh, I got one more. Oh yeah. Uh, the last one on my list here is Titan season three has cast as Tim Drake, uh, mm. a young actor by the name of Jay. I'm gonna butcher his last name, uh, like Kurgo. Uh, would be playing uh, Jay, young Jay. Oh, he'd be I was going to read the last name potentially, oh. yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, cool, yeah. Jay. Mm-hmm. Easy yep. enough, <laughs> Jay like her goes. It looks like, hmm. uh, but yeah, so he'd be playing Tim Drake here and Titan season three. Uh, we have covered both seasons one and two on this show. Uh, the the show at times is frustrating because it shows signs that it can be great. And then they proceed to do something stupid. Uh, that that I think would be my elevator synopsis of Titans. Uh, it's a very, very interesting show in that regard. Interesting. Yeah, I was just kind of like looking at the image of the the, the actor and everything like that. Like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah uh, he appears to be like a biracial guy yeah. uh, playing Tim Drake. Um, I don't have a problem with that. No, me neither. I, uh, my, my problem comes with, okay, so chronologically, how does, how does this work? Because it we doesn't. still... <laughs> I'll go ahead and help your thoughts. It doesn't. But please continue to work the equation if you must. We still have uh, Jason Todd in the show, who is still alive, has, not, has not been crowbarred yet. Check. Uh, but in season three, he will become the Red Hood. Somehow. Uh-huh. No Joker in the show, but he's Red Hood. Check. Okay. Nope. Um, I, I mean, I'm assuming they bring Joker in. Nightwing just barely became Nightwing. Nightwing just barely became Nightwing. And uh, somehow Tim Drake. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's an interesting decision, to say the least, to, to bring in... Uh, I mean, I'm a huge Tim Drake fan. That's not. I'm, that's the thing that has me worried, though, is how you guys gonna pull this off? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, like I said earlier, Titans is is a show that's that can be frustrating because it can definitely be good, and they've proven it. Mm. But they've also shown that they can that they can just not give a shit and release. Really bad shit sometimes. Amen. Uh, we, we've unfortunately seen both mm-hmm. uh, put out from that restaurant. Um, let me ask you this, and this is me just purely speculating. I could be totally off the wheelhouse here. Do you think we're getting an introduction of Tim Drake, um, an overabundance of Robin on purpose, mm. to potentially set themselves up for a uh, Young Justice live-action TV show? Uh, for another another spinoff, I mean, 
Uh, again, I'm purely speculating yeah. because you are more familiar with the Young Justice uh, animation than I am. I mean, um, they. I, I guess technically they could. They do have Connor Kent already established. Um, that would be a interesting choice. They would really have to try to pull Cyborg in from Doom Patrol to put him on Titan so that the Titans roster doesn't become so deflated. After all the Ray Fisher stuff, it might be a good time to do so. I don't know. They would have to introduce more characters like Miss Martian to flesh out the Young Justice roster. I mean, I I don't think that the writing on, honestly is strong enough on Titans to warrant a spinoff. No, I mean I I agree with you on the writing comment alone. Mm-hmm. The, like the writing just not strong enough. Yeah. You know? So now yeah. if they got the same people who who write Young Justice <laughs> to do it. <laughs> Then sure, I say fucking go for it. I don't even need to see anything. Just do it. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, but unfortunately, I doubt that would be the case. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, but no, so we will be getting Tim Drake, and I uh, think that'd be that'd be cool. Uh, hopefully, it's done well. Man. Any idea? Uh, have they given us any more uh, potential dates or anything of the sort? Uh, the last thing I remember seeing is that they were slated to release season three close to the end of this year. Cool. Yep. Uh, so until then, um, I'm trying to think about if there's going to be any other TV shows coming out between now and then. Uh, I don't believe so. I think the bulk of their new shit won't be out for like, the next year, year and a half. Uh, things like the Green Lantern Corps. Uh, Justice League Dark. I mean, they have a lot of really cool shit in the works, but yeah. who knows when any of it comes out. I can't remember. Did we talk about these? Uh, are they all live actions? Uh, so far. Wow. Yeah. I forgot about that, and that just made me uh, like a little hopeful and excited again. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when your lack of memory helps out. You just get to <laughs> feel the same good high twice. So. Yeah, it's like, you know, when you forget that there's money in a pair of jeans and you, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, same yeah. effect. Like you yeah. wash your pants and all of a sudden like, oh, look at that 20 that popped out. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite reaction. Like if you're actually doing leave gum in your pocket, it's like, oh, God damn it. Or a pen. Or I've a done, pen. I've done that before. Or a pen. Or a freaking pen. Yeah. You pull out a good shirt and it, it went from like a, a cool like blue shirt to like, oh, what's all this shit on the front? Aww. You ruined your shirt and now potentially one of your favorite pens is, is also ruined. Yeah. It's like this is just all around a bad experience. Yeah. Zero out of ten. Would not recommend. <laughs> you put that on Yelp for some reason and Yelp <laughs> messages you back. We thank you for your help. Why did you rate your wash? <laughs> I don't appreciate your criticism. Yep, zero out of ten. Would not <laughs> recommend. You, you've yelped the yelp. <laughs> Yelpception. Uh, hmm. Before we wrap up, okay, I want to end uh, on, on this one pseudo uh, philosophical note. Okay. Th- uh, this again stems from a conversation I had with a homie Tame okay. earlier today. Sure. And that is, he was uh, expressing uh, frustration. About how in Endgame, Thanos used the stones to destroy the stones. And he was like, that shit don't make no goddamn sense. And I was like, no, you're right. And then I thought about it and I said, the stones do have the power, but that's like asking, 
God if he can kill himself? To be frank, I don't believe that's what Thanos did. That's what he said. I don't know, man. It sells well, but remember, I had a problem with that uh, many, many episodes ago in our in-game breakdown, which like, I'm sorry, you got the ultimate weapon that, yeah, together one and done. to one and done itself. Uh-huh. Like, okay, get the fuck out of here. So, no, I mean, I already cast my vote forever oh, yeah. ago yeah, yeah. in an election years before, you know, the ballots opened, mm-hmm. but... um. There's also the problem yeah. uh, that I don't know if we talked about this in depth because I think we're both so enthralled with the stones being so fragile, for lack of better terms. Oh, no. Like, that was the uh, perfect term. Yeah. But there's also the problem with the gauntlet itself, both of them. The whole reason for the fucking gauntlet, Kevin, is so that you don't have to hold the stones so that they don't damage you. Yep. And good night, folks. <laughs> that's all we got. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Like um, that's, that's literally why Thanos made a fucking gauntlet in the first place. It's funny. They, they, they nerfed Ultron and amped the stones. Did they, though? Because the stones broke. Well, they amped the idea of the uh, stones. Okay. There it is. Because now it's like, oh, the stones are so powerful. Even together in the safety of the gauntlet to make them safer to use still implode and melt half the Hulk's fucking arm, and, you know, they break after one use. Because, you know, just just like Robert (laughs) frickin' Downey Jr.'s character, Tony Stark in Iron Man 1 said, the best weapon is the one you only have to fire once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he only had to fire this once, but no, the fuck he didn't, because (laughs) half the plant was still around to kick his ass afterwards. I mean, it. So you, you have an there. interesting point. I see why you said pseudo philosophical because I was going to give you a pseudo breakdown, but no, this deserved a breakdown. Um, yeah, that's that's a fair point. Um, personally, I'm still of the mindset that that was a convenient write-in for the character Thanos, which made sense for the character Thanos's mentality. Mm-hmm. However, it was still an act on the MCU's part. To nerf the power and to not keep the cataclysmic, all-consuming, all-amazing, powerful villain in said throne. Yeah. 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 Like, he uh, needed they, something to dethrone him a little bit mm-hmm. to give our heroes room to over-encumber him, to yeah. overpower him. Now, see, now the, the homie came in here, so I'll just repeat what, because I gave him the kind of the same argument, and... History Boda was admittedly pretty good. He said, well, they, they literally have dozens of comics to pull from as an example of how you topple Thanos at that full power. Mm-hmm. You can simply just rely on that. Yeah. And yeah. No, you could have. <laughs> that's, that's what I said to him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, right? It's like, well, you ain't wrong, so I'm not going to pretend like you are. Right. So, uh, homie tame, well well broken down, buddy. Um and uh, like yeah. at the end of the day, my argument goes back around to the whole who you marketing towards. True. Yeah. Also, remember rule of cool. Yeah, rule of cool. The, uh, the movie is, obviously sold really well. Mm-hmm. It was well received on, yeah. on most fronts. So, and you know what? Except I, I also think when it comes to like, especially uh, writing in movies, like 
producers and directors feel like the MacGuffin always has to have a rule attached to it. There's always a rule attached to a MacGuffin. And in this case, the rule is if you use the stones at their full power, you risk destroying yourself and the stones. That's what it seems to be like. It almost seems like they put a cap on what the MacGuffin can do. Whereas, of course, you know, in the comics, Thanos could snap his fingers, do his stuff all day long. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That upsets me. I'm going to go to bed angry tonight because <laughs> of you. No. It is now yours and Tame's fault. The, put I it am on now angered. <laughs> I will not be well. I demand snacks to make me better. <laughs> um, homies, I'm leaving this to you. Um, that factoid you just said about the MacGuffin, I'm going to try to dispute that because mm-hmm. I, I, I would hope to believe that it is not the case. But presently, I cannot think of any MacGuffin which does not have this, this preconceived, convenient rule set of the MacGuffin is blank, 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 but mm-hmm. blank, blank, blank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that makes a lot of sense, and that makes me very depressed. It's like, not that we need a Tolterian MacGuffin, which is like omniperfect or whatever have you, mm-hmm. but... Fuck, man, the fucking formula. God damn it, dude. <laughs> At least in MCU's case, I cannot debate that. But now I'm thinking yeah. about just MacGuffins in general. Yeah. Um, that's dumb. <laughs> we, we need an all-powerful MacGuffin now. Make that the 11th rule. I'm joking. Don't yeah. do that. The rule's more <laughs> sacred than that. That's right. But, uh, uh. homies, something to think about. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It is true. Uh, it, it, the usage of have. the stones and fucking MacGuffins. Yeah. And, and I guess before I say this next thing, let me be clear. Like, I, I love Infinity War and Endgame. Are, yeah. are they perfect movies? No. It, it is more about yeah. the culmination of these adventures and the end of a lot of these characters and, and the spectacle. It's, it's grandiose. Exactly. And luckily, we never claimed these movies to be perfect. No. We just Even claimed the them beginning. to be awesome, yeah. which they still are. Yes. Yeah. Now, but, but with that being said, though, like, they could have uh, easily have kept the stones being, like, this all-powerful thing. And why not lean a little bit more towards what Mr. Starlin wrote, you know, and, and say that the power of these, sto- of these stones maybe went to his head. And why not, if you don't want to use Lady Death, keep her out of it, that's fine, but say that, Maybe Thanos, at one point, like he did in the comics, he goes, I am so powerful now, like this mortal vessel I don't even really need. And he essentially becomes, he, be, he just becomes. Yeah. You know, and he, leaving, he, leaving his mortal shell unattended, there's the fucking gauntlet. Find a way to get to it. Yeah, admittedly, that would be potentially a harder sell than what they went with. Mm-hmm. But again, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not disputing what you're saying. I'm... Devil's advocating what you're mm-hmm. saying, which, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. know what? You're right. It come is, come saw. It is a harder sell. It's a harder sell because they think the general audience is stupid. Oh yeah, there you daggum go. I didn't want to say it, but yeah, I mean that's that's exactly the case. You know, it's a harder sell because people wouldn't have understood it. Yeah, or at least they perceive that people. And, and oh, that's 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 yeah. fair. They their perception of the audience. Mm-hmm. Was that the general audience would have been like, what? That didn't make sense. Yeah. Thus downplaying the movie, social media bombs it, blah, 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 blah. 
Um, Which, unfortunately, man, hive mind mentality is is strong. It is, and so is toxic it, fandom, yeah, as it, we've it, also it, talked about, which is yeah. like twofold because you yeah. would have had the dumb audience and then the toxic fandom audience who would have jumped on this <laughs> all over the wrong way, and that's that's just bad. Yeah. That's just bad. It is. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll ask you this one last question. Then we'll hop off, Kevin, because just, I'm just thinking now. What but, up? But uh, I'm sure I know the answer to your fir- to the first part of this question. I'm curious about the second part. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> One, do you think that the MCU will so heavily rely on MacGuffins in the future? And if so, what exactly do you think would be the one we see next? So, ironically enough, we actually just had an episode regarding all of this mm-hmm. and the MCU artifacts. And I think the idea that we said that was a good episode to have is answer enough. <laughs> I do believe, yes, that uh, MCU will continue to rely on their formula. Oh, I'm sorry. Their MacGuffins. Um Hopefully more sparingly, because now we've played with some ultimate MacGuffins. That's true. We don't need to always have an ultimate MacGuffin. And I think Kevin Feige understands, or at least I perceive that a man in his position would understand that, and I equally hope that he does. But who's to say? Mm-hmm. You know? Um we 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 talked about and, and broke down potential MacGuffins uh in the most recent art um MCU Artifacts, which was a January episode, uh, everybody. Um, potential MacGuffins, uh, quite literally. We call them the MCU Artifacts, whatever have you, mm-hmm. that uh, Marvel put out. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel that like, and it's easier to come up with this theory now than it was three weeks ago because we've seen more things. But I think that maybe we missed the most obvious MacGuffin, and that is the MacGuffin isn't the item, but maybe a, perf- a person, a Wanda, um, I think that uh, that she's going to be a catalyst for how a lot of shit comes to fruition. And Wanda has so much power in the comics. They will surely find a way to curtail that somehow so that it's more palatable for the uh, for a general audience. Okay, I don't mean to sit on this for too long because this has been a great episode already. But... Um let me preface my thesis with this question. What does it take for a MacGuffin to be classified officially as a MacGuffin? Because Wanda, in this case, potentially has, one, the track record, but then two, in MCU's case, the potential plot line to become a great MacGuffin for the MCU, but... As of right now, even knowing what we know, what which is probably more than likely what's going to happen, that wouldn't quite be a MacGuffin yet, I don't believe, technically, by definition. She would be a causation, and everything else would be an effect, a ripple of her prowess. But for her to be a MacGuffin, wouldn't she have to come back around near the end of Phase 2 and do something equally powerful to magically fixate, and, uh, excuse me, to fix what happened. Like, w- wouldn't mm. that technically be the MacGuffin's job? Uh, so the MacGuffin technically doesn't have to fix anything. The MacGuffin just has to, his sub has to be fixed. The MacGuffin doesn't have to do any fixing. And we do know that Wanda is part of a, of, of a three-series arc, starting with WandaVision, going into Spider-Man 3, and then ending with Doctor Strange 2. 
I mean, potentially. I mean, knowing what we know with all that, that makes sense to me. I don't know. I, I guess I'm also kind of accidentally verbally admitting that I wish that's not the case. I mean, because for some reason that feels. If it's well written, though, like a track record, <laughs> and you're yeah. right. If it's well written, then who the fuck yeah. cares? Yeah, who, who would care? We're still going to like it. We're still going to talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, we're the people who would notice, and thus, the, <laughs> consequently, the people who listen would notice because they heard us noticing it. But all this noticing going yeah. around, and, and also, like, I, I don't want to give the uh, perception that I think MacGuffins are bad. No. If anything, I think that maybe sometimes they're overused. But. I, I think in this context. Especially the way I'm talking about it, the way I'm perceiving and, 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 you know, choosing to think about it, the idea that they follow their same formulaic writing is what I look at negatively. That's the mm. thing that's like, oh, that gets, that scratches just under my skin the wrong way. Yeah. I wish they would be a little bit more creative. Granted, to kick my own ass real quick, it is creative as hell, the potential story that they have in mind, if it is as we think it will be. As we think Wanda will be such a powerful effect on the MCU nature, I think that itself is going to be super creative and fucking awesome, which exactly is why, what, like you just said earlier, this is still going to be cool and awesome stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, homies. We're going to make fun of the writing whenever it's shitty, but if it plays out to be super, super awesome and well, isn't that exactly what good writing is? Right. So, they, you know, come see, come saw, paradox of paradox. This is a fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a job. This is a great thing. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, and, and, and I, I do hear what you're saying exactly, and uh, and, and you're right. But I, I I do thankfully believe that there is a fine line, and a it is it is very, a very fine line yeah okay between, get out of my brain <laughs> between uh, Marvel following uh, the same kind of formulaic platform and having MacGuffins like. Well, no, they'll, and, and I would say the MacGuffins are part of the formulaic writing. I mean, having MacGuffins, sure, uh, in, in the sense that Marvel has used plenty of MacGuffins, but they've never had a MacGuffin person, um, a person, uh, <laughs> a perguffin. How dare you? A perguffin. They never had a perguffin before. For some reason, like an angry McDonald's mascot <laughs> just came to mind. Like the Dagon Burger thief is like, ah, how dare you, Quentin? A McPerson. <laughs> He's still trying to be a Mick person. Do they even have mascots anymore besides the clown? Ronald, Not a sponsor. I don't know, because I haven't seen Grimace or... Uh, I haven't ha- had McDonald's in forever, yeah, so I don't know what's inside those places. Or the Hamburglar, or I don't remember the, the little bird's name. Wasn't there a bird? There's a bird? I thought so. Like, yeah, there's a little yeah, child, yeah. and she was like an angry Muppet-looking thing. <laughs> but what, what the hell was Grimace? Uh, purple candy corn with legs and arms. <laughs> Oh, Wait, was he, wasn't he the representation of French fries? No, it was the little girl puppet who was the French fries. Um, the burger was obviously the burger. That made no sense. Excuse me. The, the burger burgers, thief was yeah, the big yeah, representation of the burgers. Maybe Grimace was their chicken nuggets. You know, they're. I mean, are we overthinking this? We've gone on too long. That's what that means. That is exactly what that means. Homies, that is what that means. Homies, let us know what you guys think about this comic news episode. Uh, let us know also what you think about our uh, our, our theorizing and our crafting mm-hmm. things to come uh, in the MCU. What what are you guys excited about that's coming forward? Uh, what aren't you excited about? Uh, listen to WandaVision uh, <laughs> <laughs> to our WandaVision breakdown. Exactly. 
but yeah, we have a lot of good things in store, guys. And we thank you again for everything you guys have done for us and continue to do for us. Amen to that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we thank you so much for listening. We thank you for your participation in all this awesomeness. Again, this wouldn't be a thing without you. Um, please like, share, subscribe. Do all the positive things for the show. We truly appreciate it. We grow because of it. And we hope that you enjoy everything that we do. For every like, share, like, share or subscription that we get, um, Q and I will be able to better understand what the, what the hell is going on with these potential future Marvel MacGuffins. And uh, we'll also get cookies. So there you have it. Um, McCookies. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> now I know we're pissing off some McDonald's mascot. <laughs> like, one of them's going to be like, stopping through the door. It's going to be like the little girl puppet things. Like, how'd you guys forget me? And then, like, continue to try to whoop our asses. And we have to go freaking montage on it. The only one um, I'm worried about is Grimace and Ronald. Grimace is the stuff of nightmares. No wonder he's gone. <laughs> right. Ro- well, no, clown. Yeah, Ronald's obviously a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, foreshadowing moment. Ronald reminds me too much of, like, the Joker. Uh, hmm. you know, so it's like, I, I really don't want to. Wait, foreshadowing. What is about to happen? <laughs> what we're covering in the future. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Like, in the really, really soon future. Another hey, hit, I wonder what nudge. he's talking about, homies. Yep, yep. Yeah. They say the best things comes in threes. I don't know where to go with that. I just want I was to say, about to say we're really layering it on now. I think that's a great spot as is. Uh, okay, guys. Uh, that, that is all for now. But thank you guys again for listening in. Uh, but until next time, my name is Superhero Homie Q. And I am Superhero Homie Kevin.